If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked. It's the world's number one Xbox show. It's episode 295 we're up to already for May 10th, 2017. Uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. Coming up on this week's show, uh, some major Mass Effect news breaking about the future of the Mass Effect franchise, or if or when there will be a future of the Mass Effect franchise. Yet another Assassin's Creed game is leaked, so uh, it must be this year. Uh, more from EA, some updates on what's going on with this year's Need for Speed. BioWare's new game isn't even announced yet, but it's already delayed. Uh, some news on what you can get with NBA 2- 2K18's Legend Edition and who the cover legend athlete is. Some Injustice 2 DLC news that should make Destin happy. Or and much more. Uh, but first, I want to remind everybody... Most of you hopefully subscribe. If you do not subscribe, maybe this is your first show. Number one, I'm not normally this boring and horrible. I'll explain why in a moment. But number two, please uh, subscribe, even though this is what you're getting right now. It gets better after this because the rest of the crew is here to back me up. Uh, iTunes, subscribe there, whatever your favorite podcast service is. If you're watching on IGN, just you can always find current and past episodes of Unlocked, click on the Shows tab at the top of the homepage and then click on Unlocked underneath that. And then on YouTube, we've got an Unlocked YouTube channel. We're doing lots of fun stuff, stuff, uh, which is youtube.com slash IGN Unlocked. So uh, I'm Ryan McCaffrey, Destin Legary here, Alana Pierce, Mark Medina subbing in for the uh, really horrible Marty Sleva who couldn't be bothered. He went to kind of funny. I've been told I'm a worse looking Marty Sleva. No. (laughs) Same. No one's told me that. People tell me that all the time. Yeah. You're much more cleaned up than Marty is. It's it's the opposite. He's, he's, he's a worse messy looking you. in such a perfect way, though. Every hair out of place is perfectly out of place. You guys ever seen him with his glasses off? No. Every time he takes his glasses off, sometimes right. because he sits across from me, he'll yeah. take his glasses off and rub his eyes, and the whole time I'll be like, "What?" He looks like a completely different person. His eyes are so much bigger <laughs> than you would think. It's amazing. Uh, I want to just say, I really want to express a sincere thank you to the literal thousands of you out there who uh, sent words of condolence and, and support. Uh, if you hadn't heard, I lost my, uh, I lost Maggie, uh, over on Monday. I was hoping I wouldn't do this on camera, but her, uh, stop crying. her leg condition got too bad. 
She could be, first first she couldn't jump anymore, and then she couldn't run, and then she could barely walk even around the house. I had to put carpet runners all through the house because she just would slip and fall over on on our hardwood and. Uh, then it started to turn. So it's a degenerative neurological condition, and she's, it started to become uh, – turn into incontinence to go with that. And that's when I knew that it was probably time, and her vet agreed. So we had an awesome, awesome last day. <laughs> I took her to In-N-Out. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I put a video up on it on my Twitter, uh, which I – boy, I wish I'd filmed the second one because uh, I gave her the first one, and she was kind of like, wait a second. Are you letting me have this? <laughs> Is this? Are you serious right now? Because I've smelled this a million times. You're the one that eats it, and I got it protein style because I figured well, she, she doesn't care about the delivery method. She doesn't need the bun, so I just got it protein style, which for the yeah. it's, it's, it's a lettuce wrap. And so she starts eating it and like licks it, and then starts getting into it. And it takes her a good like I don't know thirty to forty five seconds to get through. Um. And then my wife goes, should we get her another one? <laughs> I was like, why, yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? And so we did. And I just presented it to her and we didn't film it. And literally like the, the, the saying, you inhale your food. Yeah. This was the as, as literal of that as you can possibly get. Like I showed it to her and truly – one bite, both because they were they were double doubles. By the she, way, so she was, knew she knew what it was that time. It was yeah. It's like yeah. oh, now this is okay. I get yeah. it. This is for yeah. me. Two two burgers, two pieces of of cheese, and it was whoom, gone <laughs> in one bite. And uh, she was so happy. And before that, we we'd gone to the beach because she always she always loved the beach. And um, fittingly, the last bo- the last dog she ever encountered was another boxer. Just by mm-hmm. sheer random chance. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. thank you to everybody for uh, for your support. Because man, it's been tough. Thank you for managing to do the show today. The uh, yeah, I mean, I I took yesterday off, but the at the kind, the very kindness of my bosses and uh, it, you know, the the day was hard. The, the the last day was hard, but then getting home was way worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was so much worse to have an empty house so being here is uh hard because my heart isn't in it today i'm not gonna lie to you at all i don't i couldn't give a about video games today i don't care about any of this but um i will again i will get back to that point you know it's uh but it's 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 easier it's better than being at home i mean being at home would be really hard i mean yesterday i actually avoided the house i stayed out for most of the day mm-hmm. so uh so let's talk about some video games because hopefully that'll help me and good distraction uh yeah i mean that's hey video games are helpful to us all for in a number of ways we you know most of the time we just play them for fun but sometimes they can help us through hard times too i mean i remember uh well i wish i could remember the game one of you guys might remember the game but uh I mean, Greg Miller famously uh, on. In, thank you. If, yeah. I, I wonder if I did that just subconsciously <laughs> uh, after his divorce. Yeah, when Greg got divorced, uh, he said that mm. game. He wrote a he wrote a blog on IGN. He wrote an article on IGN about how that helped him get through it a lot. And uh, I've told the story before of what, when I was divorced after being married young. I was stuck reviewing. 
Sega Super Superstars Tennis, <laughs> which wasn't a bad game, but like I can only ever associate that with you know a what? with a horrible I, time. I rebought that game recently because I only had ten games score in it from a time that I had never remembered playing it, and was yeah. like, "This is unacceptable." And then I tried to play it, and the disc was too scratched. So I had to spend thirty dollars on this crappy old game that I was like, "I'm going to try and get more gamer score on this," and it didn't play. It was incredibly depressing. So but I, I um. I actually want to throw to, like, speaking of that, um, there's a group of people in Australia, this uh, doctor called Dr. Jennifer Hazel, who just a couple of days launched a Kickstarter that is uh, for a 16-episode web series about mental health in video games. Um, I backed it, and yeah. that's, like, one of the... I think it's the fourth Kickstarter I've ever backed, and I think it's a really important thing. It's both about, like, getting rid of stigmas to do with mental health and talking about how video games help people through hard times. That's so great. Totally check that out. We, um, we'll try and leave a link in the description if we can. All right, so just breaking today as we record, uh, this is the scoop. Thumbs up goes to Kotaku on this and Jason Schreier. BioWare Montreal scaled down. Mass Effect put on ice for now. And they report in the wake of BioWare's polarizing Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, fans have been wondering where the series, lauded sci-fi series, will go next, which we we actually were all talking about that. In fact, we were speculating. I remember I, I, remember I was thinking, because my thought on it was, I wonder if they'll set aside the new bioware's new ip that they've mm-hmm. already talked about but yeah. haven't announced yeah. or maybe they would because there are two teams that we know of over there the new ip team and the dragon age team mm-hmm. would one of those get set aside and mass effect be handed back yep. to edmonton and, and uh, the answer according to kotaku scoop here is uh looks like nothing may be happening with mass effect uh according to people familiar with the studio BioWare has put Mass Effect on hiatus and turned Andromeda's developer BioWare Montreal into a support studio, according to four sources close to the company. Mm. Uh, What do you guys think of this? I think it's sad, really. Um, I think that, and I know a lot of people did really like Andromeda. For me, I think it is the low of the series. I don't think it's a bad game, but I think it's the worst of the four that they have. It's it's a high bar that the series It absolutely is. There's some really good narrative stuff in there, but you have to find it. Yeah, and I just think in in that, you know, it's like in two, it's handed to you, basically. Like, the narrative is just consistently awesome. I even feel the same way about one, which is my favorite, but it's just, I think it would suck for them to go out on this note when we know that the Mass Effect franchise... Well, this is Montreal. This isn't Edmonton. Edmonton's still working on that new IP, delayed to 2000. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah, Yeah. that's... That one was delayed. We'll talk Mm -hmm. about that in a second. So they're still working on stuff. Yeah, they're putting it on ice. Honestly, I feel like EA kind of needed the kick in the butt from the media and the community on this. It's like, you can't have oh, developers shit. releasing products like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they got the message, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Loud and clear. So did every other developer that we've been working with. They're like, yeah. well, we got to be more careful with the materials point. we're sending out. They did the like same that. thing with Battlefield not that long ago. It was like a bunch of um, stakeholders were really mad that the game released so buggy. And it's like mm-hmm. they have to consider all of those people. And it's probably kind of a fight between people who are stock owners or stakeholders being like well we need this to release on this date yeah. and then those people being like well we want this to release at this quality and they have to find a balance there to appease everyone i think this all started with watchdogs being misleading with their marketing materials mm. yeah and even they've taken a dramatic shift with how they present stuff and label their gameplay and everything like that yeah. and this is just a reminder you cannot get away with this stuff the community is going to notice and you're going to get called on it in terms of sales and pr well yeah, yeah we talk about it a lot that uh the 
perception is reality, whether or not mm-hmm. the perception is fair. And I'm not saying the perception of Andromeda is unfair. It's as usual, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. You know, there's some there's mm-hmm. a lot of extreme things about how Andromeda opinions about about Andromeda on either side. Like, oh, it's it's terrible. It's this. It's that. Well, uh, it's you know the truth is somewhere in between. It's, it's just really sad. That the last time I was on Unlocked was when Alana was giving her like preview thoughts on yeah. the game, and I had said that I had never played a Mass Effect before. Been through a lot, and I, I <laughs> it's been a long road. <laughs> and, and, and I actually played and beat Andromeda, my first and only Mass Effect game, and I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to yeah. like it. Uh, so it's a little sad that that's going to just be Mass Effect for me for a while. And then the fact that their studio is now a support studio. Yeah, is basically the wording they used. Yeah, this was uh, Andromeda was their first game that they were leading the charge on. Mm-hmm. Right, and now it's just like you're helping Motive with you know Battlefront, Battlefront, and stuff like that. Yeah. And you're like, well, what do you think that was like their big shot? And they're like, hey, sorry, right, it didn't go well. well. I mean, you we're know, reining it back in. You're, you're going to be a support studio for a while. If if I were now, of course. Uh, uh, thousands hundreds if not thousands of people worked very very hard on andromeda and they put their hearts and souls to it into it and it's not it's it's not any one person's fault or any but you know it's, well, it's especially not the devs fault that's the biggest thing is i feel like almost every developer has got to work as hard as they possibly can and always do mm-hmm. it's usually like a publisher call or something like yeah that, and that's a game yeah. ship before exactly there's there's some decisions made up top yep. or, or what have you and 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 because that, that was what i was going to say is i mean if i were I'm not a I'm not a business executive with with that sort of training and expertise, mm-hmm. but and looking at it from where we sit, if I were EA, I would probably make the same decision. I mean, mm-hmm. I would probably say based on the results, like okay, well, we're gonna move in a different direction with this. It, it reminds me of uh, Drive Club. Uh, what was it, Evolution, where they were like Drive Club was just so botched that it's kind of like they shuttered Evolution afterwards. They did, and so yeah. it, it kind of like brings that back where it's like your game was late and i don't know if mass effect was late or not i didn't keep up with it but um drive club was super late and then when it came out for the first year it was just broken yeah and it's like drive club it should be fine now i don't know but it's like (laughs) evolution's not because they had to make that decision where it's like you had your chance and it didn't happen. It's so damaging. I'm wondering if that's what's happening here. It's damaging to your brands and your this IP. And it's really dangerous when this is the, the talks that we're having about the Mass Effect franchise, you know? Yeah, because who would have thought a year we, ago right? we'd be sitting yeah. here saying no this? Way. Yes. A year ago, I'm like, new Mass Effect. Yeah, yes. I trust yeah. them. Next yes. Mass Effect, I'm be like, maybe they'll get it right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that sort of wishy-washiness isn't well isn't ideal you for them a, you make a great you know. point destin mass effect is not only a not only been a hugely successful brand for ea mm-hmm. but it's been the one of bar the, one of the most beloved mm. brands in the ea portfolio like okay yeah i mean madden huge every year tons of people buy it fifa even more Sims. people buy it yeah. uh, and it's EA's doing pretty well but, but uh <laughs> if you take out sports like okay even like need for speed took a year off we're going to talk about that it's like the, there is a love for mass effect that has now that has now been uh i'd say tarnished. cracked yes yeah. the, the, the the that that's that is no longer an uh infallible love that people have for mass effect there is there is this notable i mean I, yeah okay the whole mass effect 3 ending fiasco aside yeah. but yeah it's it's a shame when i talk about andromeda it's like yeah i really liked it 
but I see all these problems with it that really should have been addressed. And that's the thing we should talk about. It's not actually that this game is bad. It's just that we're comparing it to the first three. It's still, you know, yeah, seven. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. It's still a good game. It's just that it's not as good as everyone wanted it to be because it's coming after one, two, and three. So. Yeah. You can like games that aren't good. I play a lot of Destiny. My favorite Sample game is a. Deadly Premonition. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> it's Classic. a terrible game. Uh, I still, I have, a, I have a soft spot in my heart for Rise. A clearly I flawed game. Rise. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely flawed Xbox One uh, launch game. But I Rise. had to finish that campaign, though. It's okay. really good. Campaign's out, the story's outstanding. Yeah. That's well, just the end of Rise is really good. The end's real yeah. good. Yeah. That's what's like weird about it, though, is like you said, people are, not allowed, people are allowed to like games that aren't good, but... But by IGN's definition, the game is good. <laughs> yeah, seven, that's, it's that's like, my point. It's like they're just like, it's not great. So then that's that. It's, yeah. it's a very it's weird. It's just not good. Well, it, and we, yeah. and w- <laughs> as games continue to cost more and more money to develop, the, yeah. the risk goes up and up and up for publishers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the risks are going up. The costs are going up. It's a hits-driven business. I mean, it's. Yeah. I think it's not unlike film these days. We've seen that. We've seen that in movies of you know, uh, a Avengers movie will cost 200 million to make plus another 200 mil in marketing. Yeah. So it's a, it's a huge bet, but it's like, and then it's got to make, you know, a couple billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it maybe even like Batman versus Superman's a, a better example of that movie cost a ton and it did end up making a ton, but critically, but it, you know, it is not thought well of, and it's, yeah, they're, of course, forging ahead with Justice League and all that, but it's the same thing where people are going to go into Justice League like, uh... Like, I'm yeah. stoked oh, about we'll Wonder see. Woman, but I'm like, are they just tricking me with a nice trailer? Is it going to be That's a good story? That's the thing story? now. Like, I love DC. I have a Batman tattoo. I have more Batman comics than anything else, and I was like a day one buy for Batman v Superman, and then I saw the movie, and now I'm like, oh, I might not be like a day one viewer for Batman movies going forward, which is crazy. I have a Batman tattoo, and it's like, that's the thing. It's like, I'm still going to watch those movies, and and I want them to be good really badly, but it's tempered expectations now, and that's kind of the same thing that applies to this. They said on ice. How long? Well, that's that's exactly where I wanted. I mean, what what would you guys do? Uh, would you wait like three years? Okay, so you th- you think keep it on ice, let the let these some DLC, let these maybe. wounds heal, yeah, for uh, for the game for the community, and then they need separation from this. So, I think so too. but the question is who? So who's who steps up to the plate next? Sorry, that's a baseball American thing. <laughs> uh, who who's next? Uh, if it's because clearly it will not be Montreal. So do you form a new studio somewhere? Do you do you ship uh, the that new IP and then uh, in Edmonton and then hand it back? Because mm-hmm. that's probably based on what we know of Bioware. That to me seems like the most likely yeah. situation yeah, here. Where uh, we'll, we'll and we'll talk about that new IP in a mm-hmm. minute. But maybe that ships and then you go okay. Well, whatever your guys's roadmap was, whether it was a sequel to mm-hmm. the new IP. Like now, okay, you're gonna go. You're gonna go back to Mass Effect, maybe, and maybe that, maybe Edmonton will just alternate between whatever this new IP is yeah. and a Mass Effect game. We all know studios are never working on just one thing. There's yeah. always like small teams working on other projects and building them up. I think 2019 is when this new IP is supposed to happen. Now, I believe uh, fiscal 2019. Tw- it's actually could be any time. Uh, April onwards, April, 2018. Yeah. Again, we'll get to that so, in a second. So when we get to that story, like that happens, and then maybe that's when that cycle starts of developing a new Mass Effect. Yeah, I'm assuming good. when you say new, 
cutting away from Andromeda, right? Like they could, it could are, still are be an. Leave? Well, so story wise, I'm not sure what they're gonna do. Sure, I, I think Andromeda's okay. I I don't know. There's many ways they could go there. They could go I mean, back to after much, three. Right? They could, yeah, they could go back to Andromeda. Mm. I think they, and I haven't played the game mm-hmm. beyond the first two hours, and I talked about it on the it's show like that seventy. I, um, <laughs> I'm but halfway through it, <laughs> I, I think there's just such a bad taste that this game has left with people. I think whenever Mass Effect does come around again, they're going to start over. Stay away from the Andromeda. At least, yeah, the Andromeda will just be a one and done. Yeah, that's it. Probably. We're going to do something new. It's hard for me to pick back up. Like, I put all that time into it, but then you, I took a little break and you come back and you just see the problems and you're like, <sighs> might be a Gears of War God of War situation where it's like we had these one offs that between Judgment and Ascension, we the next, the next Mass Effect could very well just be Mass Effect 4. That's entirely possible. Yeah, you're right. But they're all dead, Mark. Well, you know, <laughs> I didn't the play the Hold game. Hold on. Depends which ending you got. <laughs> yeah. I guess if the right shepherd could I got be the alive. good ending. They're all alive. What, ending did you what get, happens Lana? if you your murderer. shepherd is dead? Right? Which Shepherd Jr. No, there's a scenario where shepherd survives. No, but my point is for the people whose shepherd did die, that is like... Mm. Uh, he's a robot now, I guess. They've done that before with multiple ending games. Though they're like, all right, this one was the canon ending, and here, we're moving forward with that. Well, yeah. I mean, Gears of War Four is. I mean, okay, my bad. Marcus Phoenix is in Gears of War Four, but it's still a whole new cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. people, you know. Well, that's kind of what Andromeda is, though. True. It's going to be a Rex. It's so you remember. Uh, it'll be Rex. Rex gets his own game. Go, oh, go I would back totally play a Rex game. See? Because who loves who doesn't love Rex? It'll be like uh, I love oh, Rex. Rex when, right? Like when Frasier yes. when yeah. Frasier spun off of from Cheers and Frasier became arguably an even bigger show than Cheers yeah. was. I'm telling you, Rex is going to be the next star of Mass Effect. He's I the want next, that now. He's the next Main character. He's a Krogan. He's somehow going to become a Specter. And that, I who wouldn't be excited about that? Play the hell out of that. The backstory for Rex is really good. There's a bunch of stuff with his dad and, well, and everything to do with with what like happens that. with the Krogans. I think is fascinating. Fascinating. Like yeah. it's this, the it's an ethical age. minefield. Like also, that is, it's awesome. Please, EA, go back to the Paragon and Renegade system. Yeah, mm. not to the vague. I don't. I want to. No, it wasn't vague. They literally put a heart. This is the love one. I want to. I want to <laughs> embody pure goodness or just pure evil if i, want, I desire i want to know if i pull the trigger i'm shooting a dude in the yeah. face and if I do a left trigger, i'm gonna do a good guy can thing. can i punch a reporter in the face yeah apparently uh, a patch recently they also got rid of the ability for you to date two people at once yeah there was a glitch it's where you such could a weird thing to patch out romance things you can still romance them as you go through but yeah. at the end the culmination scenes mm-hmm. i guess you can only pick one it sounds like <sighs> so yeah you can't like pick one then the other one that seems unfair Anyway, no players uh, in Andromeda. Let's, <laughs> let's move right to BioWare, uh, to their new IP. It hasn't even been announced yet. BioWare's next IP. It's been. This is now the second time it's been talked about in a official public capacity by EA. We don't know the name of it. Uh, we don't know what it's about. We really. do know. We do know one thing: when it's not coming out. <laughs> first, it was. Oh, it'll be out by next March. So we, that's when we sat here and went, okay, well, we'll get the tease at E3 and the whole, you know, the whole ball will get rolling with that. Now, maybe we'll still get a tease at E3. I kind of think we will to save face, actually. Probably. But mm. uh, BioWare's new game is already delayed. Uh, so, again, as we were mentioning in the earlier segment, this is the Edmonton game, presumably 
the new IP that Casey Hudson was working on, and Casey Hudson, of course, being the original mm-hmm. creative director of Mass Effect and uh, Knights of the Old Republic before that, by the way, uh, just in case you don't realize how cool Casey Hudson is. <laughs> who, uh, I'm told, I'm, my understanding is he works on HoloLens stuff at Microsoft now. Yeah. He works for Microsoft, and mm. apparently he's on HoloLens, which is like, if I'm, on the show, Casey. If I'm Phil Spencer, I'm going to go over to his office and be like, hey, buddy, want to make an Xbox game <laughs> instead of a HoloLens game? <laughs> yeah. We could use your. We could use you making an exclusive RPG. He has his hood on. He's like, no, I said I wouldn't do it again. (laughs) He's like, they pull me back in. Just when I just when I thought I was out, (laughs) they pull me back in. Uh, So yeah, the EA saying that uh, this new Edmonton IP has been pushed to their fiscal 2019, which means any time from April 2018 Mm -hmm. onwards, which. I know it doesn't help us much, but uh, yeah, Alana, you you think we will get a some sort of yeah, showing I, of this at E three? I think we will. Um, I mean, in part because they're making these kinds of statements, but true, like that. You know, they've solidified it. Why not announce it? But also because it stops people from associating Bioware with Andromeda. Mm. Another good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's part of that strategy we were just talking about. I guess good point, Alana. Like they could just be like, we need to get the heck away from Andromeda right now. With the Bioware name. Yeah. It's it's interesting that – so I, I looked into it and I see you have it here. Uh, the delay is attributed to new features Bioware is adding to the as of yeah, blah, blah, built around live a live service. Well, the, the, the buzz – the word on the street was that this is a Destiny-like game yeah. in the sense of how it's physically – like it's, its infrastructure and the way it exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a pseudo-MMO type of Shared situation. world but, shooter. But then, Thank it, you. But then yeah. it says it won't be an RPG. Well, so it, it's like, going to mix a bunch of elements, yeah, sure. which is exactly Destiny what, isn't an RPG. Yeah. <laughs> Their marketing term is a shared world shooter. There are so oh, many action so. adventure games that have RPG elements but aren't RPGs, yeah. so I feel like we can ignore that one. But the Division sure. calls itself an RPG. Okay. Right. Uh, but they it's have, the same they, thing, yeah. too. They it's, did it. It's a shared world. It's interesting to think, like, on console, that Destiny seems to be the only game of that format that worked, because The Division didn't. Division well, it was huge out of the immediately gate. Immediately and then yeah. dropped and off it, really quickly, it, right? The problem yeah. was they released their first patch, which basically punished their player base for playing the game. And their player base was like, I'm Great. done. That's Bye. strange. I remember when I was playing, and I played a fair bit of it in the first couple of weeks, and I just got kicked off the service munch in that they would be like, maintenance in one minute. And they'd be like, oh, okay. So the developer felt like farming these credits was cheating. So they basically banned a bunch of people. And then the community didn't like that. Well, Destiny's done a bunch of stuff to prevent farming as well, though, right? Pardon? Destiny did a bunch of stuff to prevent farming as well. Like, people would find places that were good to farm. They would shut down the loot caves. They just shut down the loot caves. That's it. Yeah. uh, Uh, That game got really good. They actually have a survival mode and stuff like that. But, yeah, you're right. The player base just dropped off. Yeah. EA CEO Andrew Wilson saying of the new Bioware IP, we're very pleased with the progress of our new action IP from Mm. Bioware Emphasis Mine. Uh, We decided to add more to the disruptive new social design for our players uh it back in january when we first talked about this wilson had called it quote a clean sheet design with new concepts new gameplay mechanics and new stories uh and it was called a unique ip that will bring players together in exciting new ways that's all vague and, and mockety yeah but i mean that's he's the ceo bring them together in exciting new ways but Remember that this was teased two years ago at E3. We have 
seen this game unless they burned that to the ground and started yeah. over, which is entirely possible. Yeah. But it's also it's also it's equally possible. It's about a fifty fifty shot at this point that we did get a, a mm-hmm. glimpse of that game. And re- if you guys remember, it was a very sort of uh, outdoor, kind of sort of realistic looking, mm-hmm. just nature time lapse scene yeah. that was shown that just that kind of gave uh you know it, it didn't look sci-fi it didn't it look the fantasy yeah what it if it's shadow looked, realms it's no. not i'm joking yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely not That's, i remember them showing that and i'm just like what <laughs> like i don't get this yeah and that was it was casey hudson on there talking about how we're doing cool new things blah 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 so we'll mm. see what it ends up being but uh and and whether or not we see it at E3, I, I, I think hope so. you guys make a ton of great points uh, in favor of the, us seeing it at E3. Mm. But it, we will not be playing it for at least another year, mm. if not a, longer. Man, if they nail the gameplay, though, and it's Destiny-like, I'll be playing it. Yeah. I mean, but what... They well, have to get everything right, you know? Overwatch blows up, and every publisher wants a piece of that, that loot shooter action. Yeah. Mm. Destiny blows up, and now, you know, these things take time. It took bungee years to make des- mm. to make destiny well, then where are you the know? games with the nemesis system <laughs> damn it yeah we all thought they'd be coming well yeah. remember we also thought that when halo 2 came out we all thought everybody would would start ripping off the the party system like mm-hmm. oh you mean i can just stay with my friends between yeah. rounds and we can all stay together and keep playing all night long without having to drop out and reconnect it took it took like years for that to become the yeah. commonplace thing because it took microsoft making it into their ui <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. it's it's not easy to to uh do something to, to you know to see somebody else do something that need that raises the bar mm-hmm. you know it takes a while to this is why everyone that said like the new call of duty is copying battlefield one is insane it's like there's no way that game hasn't been in development for two years like, yeah of course yeah that's not like sledgehammers was sitting around for the last two years going well, our year, it's not our turn again until 2017, so uh, why don't we all go on vacation and... Let's start in April. Yeah, yeah we'll regroup yeah. here. We'll see, we'll see what EA's up to. Let's all we'll meet, yeah. throw something together. Let's meet back here after EA ships their next Battlefield, and we'll see what we want to do. Yeah, I was talking to somebody on Twitter about that, and they just didn't get it. And they're like, I just think it's funny. And I'm like... Sure, it's funny. Dude. But that's funny. not relevant. Yeah. yeah. Funny. No, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, more from EA this time regarding Need for Speed. You may recall, or maybe you just forgot, that it, it, Need for Speed took last year off. It was, last year was the first year we didn't get a Need for Speed game in quite, quite, quite some time. But we got Forza. Which just saying, you're Forza, absolutely you're 100 percent right about awesome. that. Awesome. Yeah. Which is why we forgot there was no Need for Speed. Forza Horizon Three made us forget. Uh, We're back. So EA just issuing sort of a vague statement on the new Need for Speed. They ha- they still haven't formally announced it. Uh, I'm sure they'll save that for their EA Play press conference at E3. Mm-hmm. But they say the new game will build upon the core gameplay brand pillars we established with the 2015 reboot. Think customization, think cops, and a new drivable world both on the tarmac and on dirt. The team at Ghost is not stopping there. They also want to address fan feedback and take on uh, and take one of the biggest points of discussion from the previous game head on the always online feature. We can now confirm that this year's Need for Speed will have a single player experience completely offline. If you shouldn't have to put that in a release, (laughs) right? 
That's not a thing you should have to tr- stand up and say. Hey, guess what? You don't need to be online to play our video game. Thanks. Like that should just be <laughs> exciting. Standard. Exciting new features. Exciting offline feature. play. Yeah. <laughs> it gets better though. It gets better. So innovative. And yes, that means players will be able to pause the game. <laughs> what? Woo. I'm done, you guys. This is news in 2017. I can pause and play offline? I 2017. Used to, I used to really love Need for Speed. I didn't like the most recent two. And the online-only thing, there was a... I don't remember which one of it, one of them it was, but players were cops. So oh, other yeah. players could be a yeah. cop or a driver. And that it was, was most wanted, most right? wanted yeah. Yeah. It was infuriating He's because I would just try and do something because I didn't actually want to interact with all the players. And then one of them shows up and just chases you forever. And it's like, okay... I don't want to be in this world at all. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe they got confused, like took pause out of the game because like the controllers don't have like start buttons anymore or whatever. It's like, they're like looking at a PlayStation controller and they're like, okay, we see options. I guess we're not allowed to put pause in our game anymore. What are these three lines? Where's the pause button? You can't yeah. pause the game, but you can options the game. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. I, Hey, cool. I hope need for speeds great this year, but this is gonna this is gonna come off fanboyish, and but it's not. Sorry, Forza Horizon Three. The the Hot Wheels thing is out this week. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good luck to EA because seriously, I mean, the Need for Speed in in my opinion, at least, I mean, what the series has been so far. Maybe this one's going to be a radical departure. It sure doesn't sound like it by their mm-hmm. description. Forza Horizon occupies the exact same slice and corner of the driving racing genre that need for speed does and forza horizon 3 has set the bar as high as it can possibly go and the hot wheels thing only made it better they're willing to have fun now like cool yeah okay i I agree let's let's not forget that playstation people can't play forza horizon that's a fair point but yes so this it's uh, also that like why not have both like if you can have two different racing games then why not have both like of I'm course. cool. I'm cool with it. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that it shouldn't exist. I'm just saying they've made it harder for themselves. It's gonna be well, Forza made it harder for them. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be tougher for them to pry Xbox and PC players away from the continually evolving uh, Forza Horizon Three that just keeps adding more cool content yeah. to yeah. itself. The winner. DLC for Forza was like super. Oh fun. yeah, the Blizzard <laughs> yeah. Mountain. Yeah, yeah, they added, they in, added like, snow. December. Like it's, yeah. but it's so cool. <laughs> Makes the cars drive all different. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a great game. Oh my goodness! I don't even know how Forza beats Forza, so that's the problem. Like, how does Forza Horizon <laughs> Four get What's better than Scorpio Forza Horizon one? Three? Like, I don't know. That is a great, also a great point. <laughs> well, the Scorpio version will hopefully run at sixty, like the PC version did, yeah. or K sixty. Okay. I don't care about frame well, rate. <laughs> I it's, care about frame rate. It's very pretty. Yeah. Motorsport yeah. will no doubt, f- Motorsport 7 will no doubt run at 4K60. That's going to yeah. be a big yeah. showcase for them. But mm-hmm. Horizons always run at 30, uh, like a buttery smooth 30 because yeah, no, it's yeah. a giant open world. Yeah. It's not a closed circuit track racer. If if, Hori- if the next Horizon, meaning, I mean, because I'm sure since 3 was built for vanilla Xbox One, yeah. I'm sure it will probably. It may get the boost on Scorpio, but if, if Horizon Four can runs at sixty in an open world on Scorpio, that would be pretty amazing. Real impressive. Just, yeah. You would think it. You would think it should, because like Microsoft already has this like multi-platform thing where it's like 
Forza Horizon. Like if you if you got Forza Horizon on Xbox, yeah, you got for free. Anyway, you got yeah. a free free on B- PC. So it's like it already like they're already in that mode where it's like here's the 60 frames version, here's the 30 frames version, I, and I'm sure they'd love it to be 60 frames on their console as well. And so hopefully we'll get. No, it can't be like that. Like this console generation thing is basically dead. But God, I I wish we could just say screw it to xbox one and just have a clean break scorpio just just i mean like backwards compatibility great like i I want scorpio to run every every xbox game ever made going all the way back to the original xbox but man i wish games could just be developed for scorpio yeah pure like every game scorpio required for this video game You you don't want my day one xbox holding back the scorpio is what you're saying yeah yeah Definitely don't want because that. that's the yeah. way that like PC gamers see consoles. Yeah, like you could make the same argument like anything that isn't as impressive hardware wise is holding back every other game that's ever made, and it's like it's true, but it's not going to stop. Yeah, I know it's a, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm sure, sure we'll still get nice things. <laughs> it'll, it'll still be <laughs> fine. Uh, a couple last things here: NBA 2K18. Which some of you might be go, oh, I don't care about NBA 2K18 and basketball, whatever. That game comes out every year. Yeah, but it sells like 10 million copies every wow. year. Mm. People love NBA 2K, and for good reason. It's been a great basketball game for a long time. So just uh, sharing the release date with you. It's September 19th this year. And uh, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal himself, is going to be on the cover of the Legend Edition. So for those of you who are super fans that like to pony up for the more expensive version that gets you the early access, gets you all the other in-game goodies, uh, which in this this case is let's see a poster, trading card, stickers, also some actual like physical uh, meat space content. But then hundred thousand, hundred thousand, yeah, virtual currency. Oh. So okay. uh, yeah, Shaq will be on the cover of that version. Don't know who's going to be on the cover of the vanilla <laughs> version yet. They always like to milk those announcements, piece them out as much as possible to get get as many uh, news beats as they can. But it's going to be eighty dollars for the standard legend edition or pardon me a hundred dollars for the legend edition and then there's a legend edition gold that's 150 okay uh that gets you a lenticular more trading cards even more virtual currency even more virtual team packs etc so yeah on content yeah that's the that is the world we live in now so uh, yeah mark your calendar if you are an NBA fan for uh, for this year's game. Although, apparently, there's NBA Lives coming back this year. I mean, that's what they had said. They said 2017 was going to be the year. So, mm. we'll see what they yeah. do. Uh, they, they do have a, a high bar with <laughs> 2K. T, 2K has been good, but competition's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Destin? Yes. Uh, speaking of pony up, putting up extra cash. A little bit better value here. Injustice 2. Not even out yet, but it is a good thing that they're telling us at least some of what your extra money will get you yeah. if you pony up for the extra version. Remember, uh, we chastised WB specifically two years ago for this uh, with Batman. Oh, yes. Mm. With Arkham Knight, where they they did like the $50, $40 season mm-hmm. pass. And told you nothing. It told you nothing about what was in it. Just like, yeah. hey, get it. Because we want your cash, yeah. non-refundable. Like, are you even trying to get my money? <laughs> so at least they, they seem to be learning their lesson a little bit. Uh, if you buy the $80 Digital Deluxe Edition, you will get the first DLC pack, which is three characters. Mm-hmm. Destin, it's uh, going to be Red Hood, 
yeah. Starfire and Sub-Zero. Dude, Starfire being in there is really, really cool. That's been a fan ask for a long time. Very popular from Team Titans. And, uh, of course, they did Scorpion last time for Injustice 1. They're doing Sub-Zero for this pack. I would love to see Scorpion in there, although it would be weird if two Wait, Mortal Kombat characters could fight. He's not in the... He's not an Injustice 2 at all? He's like, in Injustice 1, and for this one, they're doing Sub-Zero I as see. the DLC character. Oh, because that's right. They're, they're just like guest characters. In yeah. The yeah. Right. All right. Well, there are going to be two more DLC packs because uh, there will be a total of nine DLC characters. I suppose, I suppose that's me making an assumption that there will be two more packs. Oh, so that's not you don't know for sure that there's going to be nine. No, I do. I'm just uh, I suppose theoretically be doled out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, But I am assuming we all know what assuming does (laughs) that uh, that's going to make that's going to be two packs of two, three packs. Yeah. Uh, so who else? Who else do we need out there? And the, those other for the other six so, characters. So I made the stage transition video when I was at that event one week. I don't remember, but anyway, uh, Killer Crocs in there. He would be really interesting to see. I was kind of surprised he wasn't in the game already. And there's a lot of characters from Injustice Wait, One. Killer Crocs in there, or he's in a stage transition. So when you smash somebody through the side of the stage, oh, he like tumbles into okay. a sewer. Killer Croc shows up, smashes you in a wall, and throws you. And then you fight. Mm. But he's not in the You're, game. He's not he's playable not in the game. In the game, but so they went to the trouble of yeah. He's modeled and animated, but he's not in the game. So I'm guessing he would be one of them. Uh, There's characters like Solomon Grundy that aren't in this game that were fan favorites in the original. Maybe we'll see them. Uh, you know, Lobo was in the original. He's not here. There's, there's just the roster from the old games that we didn't see. I would like to see new characters personally. Um, like they did with this first pack. It's nice to see an all new roster and I would like to see them continue with that. Yeah. Uh, if you so this was I said eighty dollars earlier. I was thinking of this. So if you buy the eighty dollar digital deluxe edition, that'll get you this three pack of yeah. DLC characters: Red Hood, Starfire, and Sub Zero. If you buy the one hundred dollar ultimate edition, you will get all nine. But of course, we just said super dumb to not tell me exactly what yeah. my hundred dollars yeah. is getting me yeah not I, a fan of that i really don't like advocating for dlc but obviously if you do the math the hundred dollar bundle is the better value overall however you should tell people what they're buying if you get if you're spending money on it mm. they can't do that they can't just be like hey give me fifty dollars and i'll make something cool for you trust me it'll be great you're gonna yeah. like it that's not cool so if uh if the if it's eighty dollars mm-hmm. for one DLC one, pack, yeah, so that's so sixty for the base game. Mm-hmm. You always start there, if, so twenty dollars. Uh, but I, there's, I'm sure tr- there are other things in yeah. the digital deluxe edition. I'm so guessing the packs are like fourteen ninety right? nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that's my thought as well because that would sort of amount to a five dollar savings yeah. at the end if you were to buy them all. Mm-hmm. You basically, if you do the hundred dollar one, it sounds like you'd get a free pack, basically, sort of. Bad, no, I thought it's a say I'm bad at math. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be $105 worth of. If, oh, so you saved 50, five bucks. Yeah, that's okay. I didn't major in math. That's why I went to journalism <laughs> school. So I wouldn't have to do math, but <laughs> same. Correct me. Correct. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. hashtag. Yeah, you're right. Five no bucks. Math. Yeah. <laughs> no so, math. May, so maybe they're 19.99. Who knows? But he had it. He had it right the first time. I feel like this is you a thing that 14? I've run into more at IGN oh, than anywhere else. I've sorry, people being like, I don't know how to do math. I know that. I know the math. <laughs> We're hypothesizing that it's fourteen ninety nine. I'm I'm counter hypothesizing that they could be nineteen ninety nine. I'd have to go back and look and see what Injustice One content packs were at though. 
Well, that would be the smart thing to do that we're not doing. How much did – I mean – It's fine. It's they fun reveal to $20 was, for three characters would be – that would be pushing it for me. Like 15 is five, yeah. like five bucks a character. Mm-hmm. Have they revealed that. how much this DLC pack costs? I know we saw – I saw the trailer. Characters, they're looking cool. Yeah, not to my knowledge. Yeah. Okay. So. They want well because they they're not because they want you to just buy the yeah hundred dollar edition of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not crazy. They're just like trust us. Yeah. Give us your money. Like no, tell me what it's what I get. That's like it's like going to a restaurant. It's like all right the the bills here's the bills a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, what am I ordering? You'll see. Yeah. Give <laughs> us a couple hours. Trust us. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. And then the food comes and like. I have a dairy allergy. I can't eat it. What, what did I just pay for? Isn't that kind of what a buffet is? Except that a buffet, no. you get to eat whatever you want. Yeah, because you, you, you can look choose. At it. Yeah, you can see like, what, this is what's laid yeah, out before true. you. It's like it's like the most douchey hipster San Francisco restaurant. Like I guarantee there, are, it's got to exist. Absolutely, where there's a restaurant where you go and just you pay a certain amount and you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. There's that a restaurant has to be a thing that I, exists. I think there's a restaurant in San Francisco, San Francisco where you eat in the dark in total darkness. What? So, but maybe you know. I just you ate eat. a live spider. That's yeah. what, what just <laughs> yeah. happened. Yeah. This like, isn't even cooked. I know insect proteins, the new thing, the, the, all the rage these days. Yeah, when you order McDonald's, sometimes you don't know what you're getting. <laughs> it's true. I'm loving it. <laughs> uh, Alana, get us out of here. What can we buy this week? On retail, you Besides, can buy. What can we buy that we know what we're getting? Prey. There you uh, go. You can buy that. I've actually played well, a fair bit of that. About that. We don't know what we're getting. There's no reason. You don't know if you're finishing the game or not <laughs> yeah. on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Could or have, uh, you could lose bugs. your entire save file. But In fact, you could play 20 hours, then not be able to continue. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that gets fixed. Uh, please fix that, because I want to play mean, Prey. I'm actually thinking about making a video about that for IGN this week, just about Bethesda's review copy policy and, yeah. and this exact thing happening. I was going to just yeah. bring yeah. that up, because yeah. like I, I was literally going to say, I don't want to dredge this up again, but... And uh, I mean, not that this happens every time, but it's it's like why... it's like worked until now. But it no, only this is exactly for two games. Yeah, it wasn't this is exactly right. uh, playing into Bethesda's hands. People right. bought the game. There were no reviews. That if if there had been reviews uh, at or before launch day on a typical review embargo mm-hmm. where the where reviewers get access ahead of time, would have would have had a thing up that but said, right, "Hey, there it... are game breaking bugs." Hold your horses before you buy this game. Yeah, yeah it's the just like a doom and dishonor. Doom and dishonor, which too. are both it's amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like they ended up being really, really good, and and so it's not that Bethesda did this on purpose by any stretch of the imagination, but it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, here's some really great games, and see how good our system works, and and yeah, it's just that it could, we could prevent people from buying it when it. that kind of thing happens, and that's that's the thing. It, it seems anti-consumer, but yeah, I think I'll probably end up making an opinion video about that later this week. You should. I don't want to touch Prey. I have opinions. I want to yeah. play Prey, but not until I know that's fixed. I don't want to put 20 hours into a game, almost get to the ending, and then have to start over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. To talk about the positives of Prey very quickly. Um, oh, yeah, please. super atmospheric because of the way the mimics work, and if you don't know anything, I'm not even going to explain them, but you basically look at every room as a threat even though there's nothing in it necessarily and you just like it makes you survey environments in a a really cool way um i'm really interested in the story and it's totally bioshock system shock in space the powers are really neat yes also to to be fair just i 
I'm pretty sure I'm right about this for the, for the comment section. Uh, that only is affecting the PC version of Prey, correct? Dan told me. As far me, as we know, Dan but because reviewers of. can't get it early, <laughs> not enough people. Sure. To... So Dan, our reviewer, did say there mm-hmm. have been instances on PS4, at least, mm-hmm. at least one that he knows of right now, and Xbox, but he's doing more research to make sure it's a recurring problem and not a okay. limited issue to just pc yeah yeah and it's such a hard thing to talk about in reviews as well because you know it could have just happened to you and no one else sure people will be like i didn't get any of these bugs you didn't score this game high enough i'm like i had to score what i played yeah and like based on someone else could get the exact same thing like i can't i can't but the thing about the fact that played. the game is out to everybody we know that we're not the only you know he, that he oh, was yeah the there's no, multiple, that issue. Yeah. multiple people yeah, yeah. Yeah. Having this happen. Uh, moving on from Prey, digitally, we can get NBA Playgrounds for $20. I've heard it's really fun. Yeah, seems mm-hmm. super solid. Yeah. Uh, you know, our review was a 7-point-something. I, I want to try this out because you know, it seems to occupy a nice little happy space between street and jam yeah. without being quite as good as either one. Uh, but the characters yeah, have big fun. heads. Yeah. Pick up an, I guess the online is, like it's, is not done yet. On fire. Great. According to our review, like there's he's on fire. There's only matchmaking. There's not uh, like you know friend set your own, set up your own lobbies, right. which is super dumb. With a so it's a Nintendo game. game. Yeah. No, there is no online <laughs> on Switch, according to our review. They're patching that in later. Okay. So. Oh yeah, because it's not part of the system yet. But if you just want to play, you know, in your dorm with your buddies, sounds yeah. like it's fun. Uh, we also have Lethal League, which is fifteen dollars. Butcher for ten dollars. World to the West for $25. Save the Ninja Can Clan for only $3. Bit Dungeon Plus for $7. And AFL Evolution $60. That's Australian Football League, son. I Favorite was just going to ask you if... Uh, Super excited for the game. knew what that was. I'm, I'm actually glad yeah. you did. Yeah, because yeah. I so <laughs> Whoa. The, I, when I looked at that, uh, I was like, wait. Somebody made another Arena Football League game? <laughs> the, you got to be kind of a hardcore sports fan because the arena football is pretty obscure like it had its heyday in the 2000s and then the league actually folded Mm. it's indoor football like on a it's on a field like roughly the size of a hockey rink and so it's just like constant scoring it's almost like nfl blitz in real life oh awesome Uh, that's what arena football marries 100 yards like the they the league was reformed and so i was like wait did is there an arena? And I was like, no, it's Australian. AFL, yeah. It, how's Australian football? Is it like dramatically different than Is American that the football? thumb up yeah, your butt version? Super different. Um, no, 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 that's, that's, that's rugby. That's uh, rugby. Okay. I think you guys have that's rugby Canada. as well. Canada. I think rugby is played at some point. We, we 100% have rugby. Point here. being, uh, no, AFL is um, more so than other kinds of football uh, really cardio based. Like, there's a lot of running and kicking. More so than there is like tackling. It's it's very fast, and uh, AFL dudes are super hot. So that's that. There's a whole okay. game, <clears throat> a video game of it now. Yeah, I think there've been multiple actually. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have a I bunch mean, of cricket games as well that I've only ever seen in Australia because I don't know if anyone cares about cricket in the US. Uh, marketplace, make games with gold. We have the Guyana sisters. Is that how we decided that? Yeah, let's it? go with that. Yeah, we're going with it. Guyana, Guyana. Uh, Twisted Dreams director's cut from May 1st to May 31st on Xbox One. Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris from May 16 to June 15 on Xbox One. Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 from May 1st to May 15, Xbox 360 and Xbox One. And Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga from May 16 to May 31st on Xbox 360 and Xbox One. They're giving it away. That's a really good deal for the Lego Star Wars complete saga. Yeah, I totally. wonder why they'd be releasing Star Wars stuff right now. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's totally confusing. I'm not sure what's relevant there. <laughs> All right. Uh, longtime listener Brandon writes in with this week's Unlock Block Trivia. 
And it is... Brandon Hunt? Uh, although portrayed by a separate actor in the film, who did Ed Boon voice in the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie? Not sure if Alana was born. <laughs> I've seen this movie, and I think the answer Good. to this is too easy, so I'm concerned. All right, so is it Scorpion, Noob Cybot, Sub-Zero, or Reptile? So which, which hooded ninja... Do you guys think uh, Ed Boon, the creator of Mortal, co-creator of Mortal Kombat, voiced in the film? Do you uh, know or remember that? So Alana thinks uh, she sounds very confident. Mark, I'm going to go to you. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I've never seen this movie. But if anybody never seen any movie, anybody follows me on IGN, they they know that that's a thing. uh, That I just haven't seen movies. Uh, But I'm going to go with Noob Saibai only because that's. I don't know the first. I don't know his first name. Uh, something Tobias and Ed, Tobias and Ed Boon. Okay, and then Ed Boon. Uh, it's their name backwards. So yep. <laughs> that's my reasoning with okay. that one. <laughs> gotcha, Destin. What do you say? Uh, I'm you are go... leading in this year's quest for the unlocked block. Trophy. I'm not in first. <laughs> not yet. That's weird. I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> the the like face of Mortal Kombat Scorpion A. I'm also uh, going with Scorpion because I know that Ed Boon has voiced Scorpion before. Yeah, okay. you are both indeed correct. Yeah. Great, <laughs> you are both indeed correct. Sorry, yeah, I was Mark. trying to act okay. like, oh, I don't know, but it's totally it's like Scorpion. It has to be right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, who else would you get to? Yeah, Marty's suffering for not being here because uh, kind of a layup on that one a little bit. If you are of a certain vintage, or unless you're Mark who lived under a rock, he can have the point. <laughs> he can have the point. I didn't earn. I donate no, that I'm not, to I'm not allowing that. So he no, loses he a, a point? <laughs> okay, <laughs> take a point away. <laughs> you can't just give him a point. Only Phil Spencer. But I, did it, but I didn't earn it. Did I get Phil's point? Yeah, I, I put Tweet it in. About that's, it. Yeah, that's you how did, you're... You, she did get it, Phil. Yeah, we saw did. the tweets. I'm glad. That gif of Marty dropping his pen yeah, and Lou Phil Spencer just looking. I he really watched it probably a hundred times. It's so good. Yeah, it's pretty excellent. Especially, I don't know how it goes that way when he drops it i don't understand the physics of it moving just away from the table that split second, just i'm like, gonna go get it and then he's just like <laughs> <laughs> phil's just like oh, doing. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic uh, so, so again I, I definitely need more trivia questions more xbox trivia questions please send them in to uh Unlocked at IGN.com include four multiple choice answers and note the correct one sorry does that mean that i am i in front of Marty now you i think oh, tied I, I think just, I should be tied to them, right? It was. I believe you were tied. Okay. Hold on. Feel better about this. Slowing down the show. You're tied on. Oh wait, she's ahead. No, you're ahead of. You were tied. Now you're ahead of him by yeah. one. Suck it, Bonnie. You were tied for last I'm place. So holding on my one point be, lead. Be gone for like two months. So that's gonna suck. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay, so that's it for unlock block trivia, and that means that's time to wrap this whole darn thing up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. This month's unfiltered guest, I want to mention, is Harmonix co-founder Alex Rogopoulos. Folks behind Rock Band and, of course, originally Guitar Hero mm. as well. So a really interesting conversation about the early years. He told me a cool story about how Disney, like in the super pre-Guitar Hero days, they, they uh, had some of their technology that they made in a Disney theme park. And then we get into the story, the whole rise and fall of the music genre. So check that out on uh, YouTube or IGN. Alana? Um, still working on Darkside stuff. The last written preview actually went up today, and we'll be doing a call-out pretty soon for developer questions. So you guys can ask uh, questions, and then we'll give them to Gunfire. Yes. To answer. 
Are we yeah. limited in what we can ask? Yeah, maybe like don't sexually harass them. Oh, I, like that would be. They ask me anything, right? So, <laughs> I, we, we will point. choose the questions. A good point. Uh, I mean, you, we, we won't send them the dirty ones, so it's you can ask whatever mm. you want. Why did um, you think I would go there? Let's make it a joke. <laughs> uh, and Destin, don't do that again. <laughs> we have a lot of um, just exciting stuff in the works for E3 at the moment that I can't yet talk about, but I'm really excited to be able to. It's going to be a good show this year. Yeah. Mark? Uh, according to this, you can follow me on Twitter at McBiggity. Uh, <laughs> at Mark underscore Medina. We just put up the top 10 RPGs video, but even grander, we just put out the top 100 RPGs article. So check that out if you haven't. Some Game Informer did it in the la- same month. <laughs> some lazy video making. You can't even be bothered to put all 100 in the video. Yeah, you know, only, you know I what? Thought only about, you on, Mark. Let's make a top 100 49 minute video but uh you know we uh decided against kids it. love the 49 minute videos they watch, on youtube the retention rate on those yeah. is real high trust me i i make unfiltered and i know you're, how you're just gonna, people like long form you're just gonna videos. see they're gonna watch the first five seconds then they're gonna skip to the end watch number one oh, you're and then be right. out of there they'll skip to the top <laughs> the 10. bell curves yeah. like well, they'll, yeah, go they'll, to the just, they'll just skip to the top 10 someone's anyways. annotated <laughs> it in the comments and they just read that yeah great destin all right, so uh, I can confirm now that we are doing a huge live stream in seven days, the Destiny 2 reveal. Uh, we're airing at 9.45. We're going to be running until 11. We're going to be showcasing the Destiny 2 gameplay reveal for the first time here on IGN. And then we're going to go back. There's a 6 p.m. embargo. We're going to go live at about 8 p.m. with everything we have from the conference. And we're going to do a live show from L.A. talking about everything we saw that day uh, gameplay-wise. So be on IGN if you are interested in Destiny 2 at all. It's going to be an awesome event. I can't wait to talk more about it. What are are we allowed to say what's what we're doing there or just that it's the gameplay reveal? Well, they the invites have been sent out publicly. We know we're going there and that we're playing the game. Okay, so we can say that part? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'll, in, I'll be invited there. to the gameplay reveal I, event. I will not be uh I will not be you and I will neither you or I will be here this week. So mm-hmm. have fun trying to f- Phil, gonna be fun. Find some, you'll find it'll just get. Dude, well, wait, I'm here Wednesday. Oh, you you are here. Yeah, Wednesday. yeah. All right, so it's but just I leave me. Wednesday night. All right, so get Miranda or somebody cool yeah. to fill in for me. Mm-hmm. You know, or I know Sean's always clawing his way through the producer's window trying to. <laughs> or you know, I'm <laughs> here Sean. right now. <laughs> Mark's here. No, it's fun. I'm not cool. It's fun. That's this isn't going Salt. well. Let's just get out of here. Really. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. I actually it, next week is uh, I'm in a, I'm in LA all week for for the Destiny thing and other other pre E3 stuff. Judges so, week. Uh, so yeah, I I will miss you guys next week. Judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> I am the law. Uh, but I'll good. be back. That's pretty good. I, you do the mouth thing. I can't do it. I, yeah, it's, uh, you know how does he? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a weird. Uh, you gotta you gotta <laughs> cover the top half of your. You the gotta sound be like, has to go with know, it. Is it close? It's like really, really <laughs> sad. No, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> you look like an emoji. Oh, that's Nailed great. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go. Uh, thank you all again for all your kind words this week. Seriously, that's uh, it's, it's been a rough week, and it's you know it sucks. So. Um, I'm glad we got to laugh it up here for for an hour and talk, hopefully fairly sensibly about video games. I always, yeah. you know, I know we talk about you know developers work hard on this stuff, and 
we try to be as fair as we can when we're, we're talking about these things. I hope because, you know, it's the video game business is a really, really hard business. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it is a miracle. Any game gets shipped. It really is. It is cutthroat. It is. <laughs> it's so uh, we, we do our best to be as fair as we can. But also we do need to hold companies accountable when they do dumb stuff yeah. that is that is against the interests of, of the audience yeah. so, our listeners I don't know, that was a random segue from nowhere but anyway <laughs> it's true i guess i just don't know how to end this week's show because uh i don't know how to do anything right about now <laughs> uh for destin alana and the fantastic mark medina appreciate you sitting in my friend no problem uh, i'm ryan this was unlocked 295 so i'll see you in two weeks but alana marty destin possibly mark possibly one of our other fine crew uh, we'll be back with you for 296 next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.